<laughs> uh, it is Cryptoasis uh, without all the um, with all the with all the, without all of the upgrades uh, that I've spent a lot of time and a lot of money creating. Um, but it is what the fuck it is, man. We're the 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 show. The show must go on. Charlie Miguel, say something. Hey, did you guys hey, hear that? Hey. Jesus, dude! I swear to fucking god, man. All good. All good. Nice. There we go. I'll tell you what, dude. Nothing is more frustrating. I'm not going to get into it. Okay, so crypto or Bitcoin is at $41,000. Uh, Charlie, talk about now. Now, talk about why crypto or crypto fucking shit, man. Bitcoin, $40,000. Go. Yeah, so basically, um, we have Bitcoin here at $41,000. A few different reasons as to why. Um, basically, when Bitcoin broke past 20K, there's at that point, there's a lot of people who are interested uh, in terms of in, uh, institutional banking. And so there's uh, also some corporations like MicroStrategy, who we talked about uh, in the last couple episodes that we've done here on Donovan's show. And uh, Michael Saylor, the CEO of my, uh, MicroStrategy, uh, under his company, bought $1 billion worth of Bitcoin in 2020. Uh, and now you have a lot of institutions which um, basically their customers are asking them, why are you not involved with this asset? Because this asset is now becoming legitimate. And now the, uh, the price is running away from you. You should be in this. And so actually, just as an example here, uh, Morgan Stanley has bought 10% of MicroStrategy stock in order to have uh, some allocation regarding Bitcoin without actually buying Bitcoin directly. Because if they bought it directly, they might run up the price. And so this is one way for them to kind of have a ad hoc ETF uh, of Bitcoin, which, um, yeah, is a way for them to get more exposure. And so there's a lot of these institutions, uh, big money, um, looking to get more Bitcoin. Still, the normal Joe, the retail trader, um, is not so involved in Bitcoin yet compared to how much the institutions are in it. So that just means huh. there's a lot more room for the price to go up. And I believe over the next couple of weeks, it will go up still quite dramatically from where it's at now. Wow. All right. Uh, dollar cost crypt. What are your thoughts on the $40,000 Bitcoin? I mean, it's amazing. Obviously you can see I'm stacking my treasure off of all the $40,000. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, going off of just what cultivate crypto's point, um, this is sort of a carrot and stick dynamic that's going around in the, in the equities market right now. So now that a carrot's been given to us, obviously micro strategies for like good job here, we've just bought 10% of your company, your stocks is shooting up like crazy and Bitcoin's going up like crazy. A lot of the other companies are probably maybe mid caps to maybe smaller cap companies are going to start just buying up Bitcoin as much as they can in order for people to essentially acquire their, their acquire their equity because they, they essentially have a treasury in Bitcoin and the, and Bitcoin's only the beginning. Um, some of the people that are starting to even front run this a little bit, um, someone like someone like a Raul Paul and stuff is starting to get very heavy into Ethereum. And I think the next really, obviously we're fully, we're still having passed the whole institutional part in terms of how much people FOMOing into Bitcoin right now. But we're eventually the, once the institutions essentially get the price of Bitcoin to a certain point, they're going to really start purchasing quite a lot of Ethereum as well. So this is a, uh, I mean, we're in a really great, interesting time macro wise for crypto. It's a lot of money's coming in. Okay, now what is the Bitcoin? So the Bitcoin is at forty-one thousand. Does that affect Ethereum at all, or is that independent of what's happening? No, it affects the entire crypto market. So right now, um, just at the end of last week, um, the entire cryptocurrency market 
got about just over $1 trillion in market cap, so in market value. And um, Ethereum, every time that Bitcoin goes up in price, Ethereum gets basically dragged along with it. Um, and then usually as soon as Bitcoin kind of calms down in price, Ethereum shoots up. Yeah. And the interesting thing about Ethereum right now is it's at about uh, a couple hundred dollars away from its all-time high. Its all-time high was $1,440. It's currently at $1,330. or sorry, $1, So it's about $144 away from its all-time high once it breaks that. It'll be similar to what happened with Bitcoin. When Bitcoin broke its all-time high at 20,000, boom, now it's at 40, right? Yeah, You'll see right. something similar with Ethereum where boom, maybe it's at 2,000, $3,000, and that could happen relatively soon. Okay, good stuff, man. So um, <clears throat> I heard, I actually heard like sort of a crazy, like a crazy number, like Bitcoin could get to $200,000. Now, dollar cost, that sounds, to me, that sounds inconceivable, but is that possible? If so, how long would it take? Honestly, it, I, I'd be, I mean, I, we could see a hundred thousand dollars this year, even, okay. even, even $125,000 this year. Okay. Uh, so if the, if this bull market continues on into 22, um, the $200,000 is not out of the realm of possibility that, that, that market caps only about anywhere from like 3.8 to about $4 trillion in market cap. Um, Okay. So the, the, it, I, I think it's very probable that could uh, that could obviously happen um, th this year. You have the, the in terms of the retail, retail investors haven't even really gotten in yet. It's this is okay. most, this pump has been all institutional buyers. There's big money hedge oh, fund, wow. family offices, and obviously micro strategies, and, and uh, obviously companies on the S and P five hundred. So okay. this, this this trend is it's got a lot of money behind it. So it's going to be. I think it's we're going to run hot. Wow. Dude, I, I, it 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 seems almost it seems almost inconceivable to me. Oh, wait a minute! It seems almost inconceivable to me that we could hit one hundred twenty five thousand um, dollars. That's just to me. Those are those are just ridiculous numbers here. Uh, James Young with the one hundred dollar super chat uh, says, "My biggest regret is not buying Bitcoin at thirty six cents in twenty ten. There's a story to that. I've heard projections of Bitcoin reaching 500,000 by Bitcoin and hold on to it. Look into other coins as well. Fight now. Now, of course, listen, we're going to now that we're at 41,000. I mean, anything's possible at this point. We're going to start seeing we're going to start hearing and seeing some pretty, you know, pretty radical numbers. What do you think? What do you think? Listen, what do you think Bitcoin's highest price will be all time? Like, I mean, is the sky the limit or are there limits or caps to it? Well, if you go by, I mean, yeah, if you're going to go to like all time high for forever, that type of price, um, you can go back to when Bitcoin started. One of the first guys who mined Bitcoin, his name was Hal Finney. Um, okay. And okay. he was the first person, first known person to be mining Bitcoin. And when he started mining it, one of the first things that he kind of wrote in open forum blogs uh, about Bitcoin was just if you're to do uh, kind of a risk versus reward. So the risk of this being uh, magic internet money going to basically being worthless at the time um, versus, well, if it does suck up a decent amount of world um, value uh, in terms of the money that's out there in the world, like let's say at that time, that was in 2009, he uh, hypothesized, well, what if Bitcoin did suck up all of the fiat uh, currency value uh, globally, then one Bitcoin would roughly be around $10 million at the time, of course. Now there's trillions and trillions of more dollars and other currencies as well in this world. So it'd probably be higher than that. So if you were to look at like, what's the the cap for Bitcoin price? 
I mean, sky is kind of the limit for that in terms of how does it actually uh, operate within the world. Now, I don't think Bitcoin is going to be the one and only currency in this world. Um, I think there's going to be plenty of them, so they're, they're going to have to share. Um, but at the same time, you know, talking about $100,000, $400,000 Bitcoin within oh, this wow. bull market is not, not absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that is, dude, that to me is, you said it's not absolutely ridiculous. That is, dude, that blows my mind, man. It absolutely blows my mind. Um, Tricky Trini in the chat says it's, it is true. Only 1% of the population uses this. Yep. I actually heard this from MLD uh, when we were, when, when he was uh, in studio uh, a little bit earlier today, he said only 1% of, only 1%, I guess, when he talks about 1%, what exactly is he talking about? I'll let dollar cost if you want to take that one. So what he's talking about when only one percent of people we're talking about globally, globally right. only about a percent. It could be a, give or take a little bit here and there, but basically only really roughly one percent of the of the whole global population is even using Bitcoin right now. So if you're in Bitcoin right now and crypto at, at large, you're actually sort of like almost you're in the one percent essentially because you're actually crypto literate. And this is okay. why, like me and Charlie, get a little frustrated that we're like we're, people. A lot of people are hesitating when we've been telling them for such a long time to get in at much cheaper prices. <laughs> like, right? I mean, for uh, a year, for almost two years now. <laughs> but it's but as the prices grow up higher, it brings more eyeballs to crypto. So more people are going to come into the space, um, and it's it's jet fueled for the price. For all these tokens, I mean, if you have an expansion, let's just say if it, if we are one percent of the total of the total uh, population of the world in, that's in crypto right now, um, if that were to grow to even five percent, ten percent, eight percent, the the gains would be unbelievable. I mean, even just getting to three percent, four percent of the population, it would be unbelievable. I mean, just exponentially. Three to four percent. Yeah, three to four percent of the population that would I mean, I mean, are we talking like double are we talking like double and triple what the Bitcoin is now? Like how would that yeah, at least. And, and, and it's almost like where like where does where does the train end? Like when does it like when does it stop? Because a lot of people, a lot of people are scared to get in because they're afraid, okay, listen, man, like okay, this is all good, but there was a crash last time and I didn't really survive it, right? So so uh, uh cultivate Talk to us about guys feeling a little bit apprehensive about getting into Bitcoin, of course, because of the fact that they've been burned before. Yeah. So the way that I usually present it to people who are rather new to cryptocurrency or even if they've been burned before is like, well, don't look at it as a way to get rich quick. Right. We mentioned that in a couple right. other episodes, because if you're looking at it as something that you're going to put in money uh, into like within like the next like couple of months and then take out of it within a year. First of all, the tax implication to that, at least in the United States, is not good if you buy in and then take out within a single year. Um, sure. But then in addition to that, um, it's mainly like a long term savings account uh, for okay. most people. So if you take a look and say, hey, I really want to keep myself away from $1,000, $10,000, $100,000, whatever it is, I don't want myself to be you know, touching that money and using it over the next couple of years. Just stick right. in for two, three, five 10 years, whatever your time frame is. And then you don't have to worry about the volatility so much. And then you understand you have at least a portion of your capital um, in the best performing asset in the world right now. And right. You know, uh, if you look at it that way, it's not as scary um, because you're looking at the longer time frame. Now, mm -hmm. 
I usually tell people if you need to touch that money, right? That's a different story. You want to keep enough cash on hand, you know, in case right. of disaster or whatever situation may come. So just put in whatever you're willing to not touch for two, three, five, ten years. And okay. basically it should be pretty simple. Now I've actually thought about it. I've actually thought about it like this, man. I've thought, okay. I'm going to put, because I'm going to be putting a lot more money into Bitcoin than I had originally told the two of you that I was going right. to put in. Right. Okay. Um, so, and so what I was thinking about doing is this, I was like, okay, let's say Bitcoin, let's say Bitcoin gets to a hundred thousand dollars. Well, what I was thinking about doing was taking like maybe 30% of what 30% that I made off the profit, of course, less what the principal was. So let's just, mm. I don't know what the numbers would be and then leave it and then leave them and then leave the rest in. Correct. Would you suggest doing something like that or should you not touch it at all? Dark house, if you want to jump on that one. Yeah. So yeah. that, so the, that's so, yeah. So that's something I call like the rule. The rule of three. So there is yeah. um, the rule of three is essentially when you have an asset that essentially almost goes up three times, two times in in price. What you could do is essentially sell enough to get your original principal out, or even take two thirds of it out. So take principal plus profit. So let's just say you just bought one Bitcoin as an example right now. You bought you bought a forty thousand dollar Bitcoin, and Bitcoin goes to one hundred and twenty thousand. What you could do is take out eighty thousand dollars into cash and leave a third of a Bitcoin there, and essentially okay. you've doubled your money and you have exposure, long term exposure to Bitcoin. Right. And 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 now you've completely de-risked the position where it's it's basically almost like fun money at that point where like yeah. you really don't you really don't care about it uh, uh, its current price right but if Bitcoin were to keep going up essentially you have a little pot to draw in where you can slowly keep dripping money out of it as yes it's there we go up. and it's and it's and now you, so not only have you have you saved your original principal you've you've doubled it and added in you've got that interest in your pocket and then in terms of that if the price keeps climbing up it's what we call a, a moon bag is that you're able to, to draw it on that moon bag the entire time while it's ramping up and you have a nice decent income growing up from it so it's like if it, imagine you keep selling it every time bitcoin goes up you sell it back to forty thousand dollars it keeps going up you keep selling it back to forty thousand dollars and you just keep doing that and then eventually it will draw down and then you just leave it there essentially whatever's left over at that point after the cycle is over but you've been able you've been able to essentially draw cash the entire time off your business yes yes it's, it's See, listen this is exactly what i was talking about i was like listen man i want to take a long-term approach but i want to i want to at least a little bit enjoy the fruits of my <laughs> labor right definitely definitely yes okay uh let's see taco with the five dollar super chat says invested in bitcoin at eight thousand regret not investing more because i've tripled my money so far dude can you imagine only tripling your money be, because you only invested 8k God, can you imagine let's just say this let's just say this guy put in 50, i can't imagine that 150 right now man <laughs> yeah right uh techno mage b5 with the ten dollar super chat says exactly don't be like me where i invested aggressively then cashed out while the value was down due mm. to temporary financial hardship only to see it take off a few months later use it as throwaway money i agree listen yep. listen 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 cultivate I think, and what Dollar Cost Crypt just said with the rule of three, I think that's a brilliant strategy. Oh, for sure. What do you, like, what do you, are you in agreement with that? Oh, 100%. That's one of the things that we talk about in our course, right? If you're really conservative, wait for a double. Um, if uh, you basically understand the market, wait for a 3x. If you're really aggressive and you're maybe a little bit more risk tolerant than other people, maybe wait for a 5x, not with Bitcoin specifically, but with sure. other cryptocurrencies as well. So yeah, I mean, that strategy is absolutely perfect. So it's one of the things that we recommend highly to uh, the people who jump into our services. Okay, perfect. Now, uh, speaking of your services, I have put 
I have put my cryptocurrency life into your hands. Um, I said, dude, I sent you right at $4,000 in cryptocurrency. I couldn't even do it. It, it wouldn't even let me do it. It wouldn't let me send it all. It wouldn't let me send all of it. I think it's all like Wednesday or Thursday. Where am I at now? So you started with um, basically the amount of Bitcoin that you had. I uh, Basically, uh, in terms of actual Bitcoin, it was 0.1226. Okay. So that's the, the amount of Bitcoin. It's currently at about 5,050 bucks. And Woo! I think when you had bought that originally, um, you'd mentioned that was around uh, $4,000 in USD value. So there you um, go. yeah, just by buying Bitcoin itself in what, the last one week, it's gone up by $1,000. Yeah. Easy, easy. And check this Not out. When I sent when I sent the when I sent the four thousand dollars over to you, I had like two hundred and twenty one dollars left over. Mm. I let it sit there. Now it's at four hundred sixty eight. It's gone by three. <laughs> it's gone up by three. It's got three point eleven three uh, three three uh, just over three percent uh, today. So this is just this is just absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah. Silent E says I have three Bitcoin, never selling. What are awesome. your thoughts on that? Be okay. See the way I see it is okay. He's never selling, but. Bitcoin's not going to go up forever. At right. some point, at some point, you do have to cash out. Am I wrong? There's a few different strategies for that, right? So one strategy would be simply, yeah, just hold on to it for forever because it's money that you're just tucking away for a rainy day and you're not worried about the volatility. Um, that being said, there's a lot of people who say, well, when Bitcoin goes up by uh, up by whatever percent, let's say, you know, a thousand, two thousand percent, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you're going to want to protect against the volatility because when it goes down, it usually goes down in a bear market about 84 to 94% on average. So yeah, if you, even if you bought Bitcoin, let's say at 10 K, it goes up to 300 K and then it comes back down to 40 K. Yes. You're still forex on your original money, but yeah, psychologically for most people, that doesn't feel too good. Um, no. and even if you know that it'll get to a million someday, right. Um, for most people, psychologically, they can't handle that. So some people are, are you know, hodlers is what we call them. People who hold Bitcoin hodlers of last resort. Um, they will never sell. That's great. Um, one way that you can also do this without selling is, well, if you want to increase uh, your gains, you can, uh, I don't recommend this for newbies at all. This is more of like an institutional level uh, type of trade is people can use leverage with it. Increase that Bitcoin that you have into, you know, multiple Bitcoin. And then you have such a bigger stack than you originally put in, then the volatility doesn't matter as much to you. That's another strategy. But like I said, definitely not for beginners whatsoever. There's enough volatility in crypto for most people that you don't need yep. any extra volatility or any extra leverage. So, But there's just uh, institutions and banks. They'll do it a lot differently um, than your average joke. So there's a million of different course. ways that you can do this too. Um, uh, but that's just one way that you can do it without having to sell um, and you know feel bad about how much you originally put in. Okay, good stuff. Any thoughts on that, Miguel? Yeah. So in terms of that, so obviously I wouldn't, I would never recommend just never selling at all because, like Cultivate said, that psychologically is really rough. And as well as like, unless you've already, maybe you're already kind of independently wealthy, then then it does, it, the money doesn't really matter to you. But um, one strategy that you could do that someone like Michael Saylor plans to do in the future is that he'll borrow on his Bitcoin, wow. and you'll be able to take a loan on your Bitcoin, and you won't. Ever, so you, what you'll do is like, let's just say Bitcoin's at a hundred thousand after, let's just say we're in the next bear market or something and Bitcoin's recovered and we're at maybe like a hundred thousand. 
per Bitcoin. So what, what someone could do is then just deposit their uh, their Bitcoin in something like a Celsius or some other service, borrow, do a 25% LTV loan and borrow $25,000 on his Bitcoin, um, use that money for life. And then as Bitcoin starts going up in price, um, the the Bitcoin starts getting released over time. And then um, as Bitcoin goes up into the next bull market cycle, uh, the loan will be paid off with interest as well as with the, the Bitcoin price going up. And then you, what wow. ends up happening is you got your $25,000 back in your pocket and you got that full Bitcoin back. And then you can do it all over again. But obviously, as the market, as we start getting into the later stages of the market, it gets a little more riskier. So this is just sort of a tool of like, like sometimes life happens and you do need cash, but you don't want to get out of position. Sometimes a, a loan isn't a terrible idea. You just got to remember, you just got to know that you just got to weigh the risks to rewards on, on doing the sort of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Andrew Landerville looks like I missed this one earlier. Uh, said MLD said, how do you pronounce that? Is it Dogecoin? Dogecoin? Dogecoin. Dogecoin is a joke, but Elon tweeted uh, about maybe buying it in the future. It's on his radar. Lots of things have turned from a joke to serious. Yeah, there was a, there was a porn star as well last week who bought some Dogecoin, and uh, she tweeted about it on Twitter, and uh, the price doubled like within a day. Um, but, but, um, <laughs> yeah, e Elon's quite the uh, the uh, shit poster on Twitter, right? Uh, okay, on so. So you're, so you're saying that Elon's just having fun with us. Yeah, yeah he, he yeah. said he wanted to buy, or he said he owned about, uh, just the other day, he said, he, I own about uh, 420,000 Bitcoin and about 69 million Dogecoin. And, you know, see those that, numbers mean something, right? Look, man, see, but that's <laughs> the joking, thing. Though. But here's the thing. This guy, Andrew Landerville, didn't think he was joking, right? Yeah. He's like, listen, a lot of things. He, he actually thought, because that's what I was thinking. I was well, it is on his radar, like, though. That's yeah. the He's correct about that part of his statement, right? So, I mean, he's noticing it and he's tweeting about it. He's joking about it. He understands that it's in the collective consciousness. Oh, yeah. my God. This is incredible. Yes, I know. Listen, Dev, I know it's a joke, but that's what I'm saying. When when he says this kind, when, when he says this kind of thing, those who don't know any better, well, I don't know. Elon said it's on his radar. It, it's on everybody's fucking radar. It's a joke. Jokes are on everybody's radar. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, Edward Patton, $5, says, do you think Ethereum price will drop before the year is over? Dollar Cross, what you got? Wait, I'm sorry. Do you think Ethereum's price will drop before the year is over? Or best to start getting some now. I, I, I would start dollar cost averaging now, to tell you the truth. Um, honestly, we could see if, if we if we actually get some of the stimulus, more stimulus money coming in, it yeah. might actually put like a backstop to the to maybe Bitcoin correcting. And then um, you'll get a lot more retail traders just coming in because they have, you know, anywhere from 600 to maybe $2,000, depending on when, what the stimulus package is. And that could end up uh, pushing the market more up. And obviously, if you if you have let's just say you have two thousand dollars and you look at Bitcoin, right? This is this isn't the correct way to think about. But people, there's something called unit bias where people like to own whole pieces of coins, not fractions okay. of coins. Well, it, it doesn't matter. But sometimes it's you know you'd be better off with like a full Bitcoin or with a with a fraction of a Bitcoin than a than a, a thousand a million of these other like like a million Doge, right? But what it, what someone will end up doing is seeing like, wow, I've got two thousand dollars. Ethereum's like a thousand bucks. I can buy a full one. Cool. And then I'll go pick up, oh, I look a Litecoin with a spare change. Nice. And then these wow. tokens will start accruing quite a lot of money and be held by a lot of brand new investors as well as institutional um, purchasers as well. So the price of Ethereum could well go up. There always is corrections in a bull market. So it would, don't be surprised that like, obviously we can see Ethereum go up to $3,000. It takes a correction back to 1500 
which is its old all-time high. It's a 50% correction, but then go back up to $2,000, and then from there, keep going up for the rest of the year, maybe after it cools off a little bit, and then just okay. keep accumulating but that that's what happens in the in the bear i mean in the bull markets is you do get corrections in the price they're usually you know 20 to like you know 60 percent corrections but okay. then as, as long as the trend isn't broken they'll continue to essentially they'll recover back and then it's a great point when when you get that huge trough to actually accumulate some more because it's on discount okay good stuff uh pardon me cultivate crypto what uh what are your thoughts on the ethereum price yeah, so currently it's at $1,300, and um, we're in the early part of a what we have, uh, this guy named Bob Lucas, who everybody, I would highly recommend that you go and check him out on YouTube, uh, L-O-U-K-A-S, he's a traditional trader. One thing he talks about is 60-day Bitcoin cycles, so we tend to get these nice price moves, uh, sometimes uh, when we're in a bull market to the upside, obviously in a bear market uh, it's to the downside, but uh, we're at the very beginning of a new 60-day cycle. Um, basically, I think uh, I'd have to take a look here on the chart, but maybe just a couple uh, days or like three or four days into it, which means, uh, in my opinion, we have the next two weeks of mostly upwards price action. And Ethereum's right next to its all-time high, so it's knocking on heaven's door. I think it's going to break through it. It could potentially go to two thousand. Put it. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, but it could break through right um, to two thousand, maybe even three thousand dollars, as dollar cost crypto said right there. Wow. And yeah, if it does have a correction, maybe it's out back down to 1500 which is 200 dollars higher than the current price so right. should you get some now definitely um should you put okay. all of your money in it at one time definitely not so dollar cost averaging as he said is definitely the way um but i would be a little bit more aggressive at this point in time uh, personally but that's just you know my opinion okay very good good answers man uh red pill mike says i've been hearing about crypto for the last 10 months ten dollar super chat says thank you for putting it out there uh, i was putting it on the back burner i'm gathering info and will slowly put money in next month i'll tell you what dude if he put as much money in crypto as he does in super chats that guy's gonna be a fucking millionaire at about <laughs> there six dollars tell you that uh andrew landerville he of course was telling me about the the fact that i missed the the doge the the, the doge coin i appreciate that uh Thai city garage says god bless you all Time high <laughs> buyers. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Taco five dollars says I doubled my six hundred dollars stimulant check with, check with Dogecoin when it had its little run of Jesus Christ, man. Perfect. Degen's in the house. I swear to God, man. Uh, James Young says I actually hold Dogecoin. I know it's a joke, but I do see value in it. <laughs> now I'm confused, man. I don't know whether. Listen, I'm really confused. I don't know if it's really a coin or if it's really. Hundred percent a coin that does appreciate in value, and it has doubled okay, over okay. the last couple of weeks. So he's 100% correct. Like, okay, dude. man, I just want to make sure, man. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, but it's not something that I would ever buy personally. Um, okay. So I don't recommend it to people. But I mean, you know, it's the best meme coin out there. So if people love the memes. Why the hell not? YOLO. In a five year, listen, in a five year span, Dogecoin is expected to reach the four cent mark. Dogecoin prediction implies that its price is up for a long term gain, term gain. And in 2025, the price is forecasted to stand at four and four tenths of a cent. So it looks like Dogecoin is on the rise. <laughs> this is so funny. Rob <laughs> Rob Mash five dollars says, "Couldn't you just put a hundred dollars in Litecoin, save that, and let it stack, or put a hundred dollars each month in Bitcoin?" Interesting question. Uh, cultivate uh, cultivate crypto. What do you got on that? So it depends on all all on timing, right? So if you put um, you know at the early stages of a market, Litecoin does very well, and then at the uh, late stages of a market, Litecoin does very well compared to Bitcoin. So sometimes looking at the crypto to crypto ratio is the easiest way to tell that. And uh, yeah, I think Litecoin will have its run for sure. So it's 
basically we had have Bitcoin, which runs up first. It's at new all-time highs now. Ethereum looks like it's knocking on uh, new all-time highs. So it'll go, uh, that will be the next one to go. And then I think Litecoin's the one after that because Litecoin's kind of where Ethereum was, um, you know, just about a month ago. And so maybe around March, right? Uh, around that time, you could start seeing uh, Litecoin break its all-time high, which is around $420. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's a good, I think Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin, those are the top three that will be here. Um, they've stood the test of time already, and they I think they will continue to. So yeah, Litecoin's a good investment as well. Excellent. Uh, Dollar Cross Crypt, your thoughts on stacking $100 in Litecoin, saving it, or just put $100 each month in Bitcoin? What do you think? It, in terms of where it is right now, um, I would probably, yeah, I'd probably put the hundred dollars into Litecoin right now. Um, okay. but if, if you want most bang for your buck, I would tell, I mean, you know, obviously no financial advice and everything, but I would probably put, you know, I would do a 50, 50, 50 into Ethereum, 50 into Litecoin. And, and that over time you would essentially get, get a couple of Litecoin and then eventually you would get a full Ethereum and you'd be with, with the price appreciation, you'd be pretty happy with the returns, you know, cause, um, long-term I do see Litecoin going to over a thousand dollars and higher. Oh, okay. In the, okay. In the bull market. I noticed that you guys often say this is not financial advice. Is that a disclaimer? It's I do it because of YouTube basically, and also it's kind oh. of a bit of a it's a oh. little bit of a running joke at the same time. So it kind of serves two purposes. Oh, okay. Um, All right. There's just some people in the chat that are like this is the best non-financial advice I've ever received. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll run, I'll run with that. <laughs> right. and, now, and know, then, in my non-financial advice opinion, we should X, Y, and Z, right? Right. And then for yeah. YouTube as well, they tend to treat streams. Uh, crypt the, crypto streams are not streams that they tend to they like them, but if you do it improperly like you're too basically if you're shilling too much or if you're basically telling yeah. people like buy a ripple as much as possible and, and all this stuff um they won't treat you as kindly so it's one of those things that you want to make sure that you're uh, above board with with oh, okay so the fact that we're treating the doji coin as a joke and saying this is not financial advice <laughs> this is probably why it still has the green dollar sign on my channel there we go uh, Devin is dropping uh, this just in. We've got more Dogecoin news. Uh, wait a minute. We already, have, we, we, we already saw that one. By the end of 2021, the Dogecoin may certainly reach two hundredths of a cent, according to the algorithm from WalletInvestor.com that does automatic technical analysis of all coins on the market. Another relatively popular site for price predictions forecasts that in December, Dogecoin price will be around two thousandths. You're, you're gonna FOMO your your hundred uh, K subscribers all in the Dogecoin. Dogecoin yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? Hey, you know what? You know what, Charlie? Put everything I have in the Dogecoin, man. <laughs> see, see, I can do this too. Uh, Andrew says yes. I understand Dogecoin is a see. Even he was playing me. He was so dude. He convinced me that he actually believed that it wasn't a joke. This is how behind I am. Right. Um, he says, "Look at stupid famous famous people, five to fifteen year old." Wow. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I was thinking, wait, is everybody pranking me right now? Like, is this a real thing or not? All right. Uh, Tyson DeLeo, five Canadian dollars, says, do I put my money in Ethereum or DOT? I've already doubled my money on DOT, and it seems like it won't slow down anytime soon. Dollar cost, your thoughts. Oops. I oops, Wait a minute. Sorry about that. All right. Dollar cost, your thoughts. <laughs> Honestly, right now, I'd probably put into Ethereum over DOT. I think Ethereum's um, it's going to start running first. And then eventually, what you could end up doing, if you know, once Ethereum slows down a bit, and we're, maybe it's uh, twenty five hundred dollars, or maybe it's four thousand dollars, just chilling. Then you could roll some of that, maybe half of that profit into DOT token, and now you have a now you have an Ethereum position and a bigger uh, DOT position that was just paid for with with gains on your money. So that that's that's the way I would do it. Okay, uh, <clears throat> cultivate crypto. Yeah, people and then putting them back in. What are your thoughts? <laughs> there we go. 
There we um, go. So yeah, basically I would say, um, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, you want to be heavy on the main players first with Bitcoin or Ethereum uh, and maybe a little bit of Litecoin. Um, but I do believe Polkadot has uh, massive potential, especially in 2021. Um, potentially Polkadot, Cardano, those are uh, two protocols that could do uh, massively well. So you, it depends also how much money you're putting in. So if you're putting in $1,000, then I would say, you know, mainly Ethereum. But if you're putting in, let's say $50,000, you can put mainly Ethereum, but you can still have a pretty good position compared to DOT for DOT, maybe like 5% right. of your portfolio or something like that. So the reason why I think uh, people shouldn't sleep on Polkadot is because um, as it does run up, it's running up at new all-time highs as well. Um, we can go into the details of, of why it's such a good coin later, but um, yeah, mainly Ethereum and then, you know, have a, have a bit of an allocation to DOT if it outpaces Ethereum later in the market. Okay. Very good. Good answer, man. Um, so uh, you have um, uh, Cultivate Crypto. You've got some charts that you would like to show us in terms of, and I think this is, you're going to give us more or less a projection or is this, or is this something that you've, that you've, uh, um, I guess, tracked over the last couple of weeks or a couple of months. Yeah, I can give you a rundown basically of what uh, the Bitcoin price is looking like, the Ethereum price, um, okay. how that relates to the rest of the market. And okay, then also I'll add an extra chart in there for you as well. Okay, perfect. So uh, while uh, while Cultivate Crypto gets that going, uh, let me read uh, some of the non-super... Oh, never mind. I guess he's got... Oh, he's almost done. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Never mind. All right. Well, enough of that. He right And so to business. Here we go. What we got? Yep. Um, so basically, as I mentioned before, we have these roughly 60 day Bitcoin cycles. Um, so we had one that was 56 days long for to the uh, previous high. We had a very short low and then we're off to the races a little bit uh, again here already. So okay, we're, we're currently about five days into that cycle. Um, traditionally with the, uh, the Bitcoin 60 day cycles, roughly the first, I would say, uh, about seven to 10 days and sometimes up to about 20 to 25 days for the first half of the cycle, you generally in a bull market get a positive uh, move up in this. So you could even see like we were to put that out to like the minimum uh, of seven to 10 days, right? Uh, basically early next week, we'd see higher prices, maybe dip a little bit back down. And then um, for me, I'm looking though positively uh, towards maybe the first 20 days uh, of this cycle at least, which would bring us to the end of the month here. So if we kind of zoom out and see how does that fit in with where uh, the price can go on a longer term scale. The one thing um, I'll just take all this, all these drawings off. Oops, not that's not the one. There we go. So it looks pretty amazing right here in terms of how high it's gone already. So you can see the previous high here at about just under 20,000, let's say 19,600. Right, it knocked right on there for about three weeks and then it blasted right through it. So it's really hard for people then to predict, okay, where is it gonna go after that? Um, before that breakout happened, one thing I did talk about on my show quite extensively is, there's a lot of drawings here, but what I'll just focus on is the orange line that's slanted down and then this other yeah. orange line, which is slanted up. That's what we call a symmetrical triangle. Um, when we break out of one of those, you take the top price and the bottom price difference and you add that to the breakout. And that gave us our initial target of 27,000. So for quite a okay. long time, I'd been letting guys know we're going to get to 27,000. And um, yeah, the next the next uh, two targets to the upside are about uh, 45 and uh, $60,000. Um, but then looking towards Ethereum. So what does that mean for the rest of the market? Right. Um, if we take a look at this website here, coinmarketcap.com, this is an easy website to kind of 
understand it, take a look at. Yeah, it looks very comprehensive. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, like small at the top here, but we got the market cap, which is about uh, the total market cap of all cryptocurrencies. So the uh, market value in here is about $1.1 trillion currently. Okay. Uh, and Bitcoin comprises uh, $767 billion in market cap. Ooh, wow. Comprises, wow. Yeah, a decent amount of money. Compared to Wall Street money, it's still like a drop in the bucket. Sure, um, but I mean that's not it's not nothing, right? Ex exactly, not not nothing, and it's proving itself as uh, an asset that can't be ignored anymore. And so that's why we got all the uh, institutions and banks wanting to jump in this. And so Bitcoin, if we go by percentages here, about sixty-eight or so percent dominates. And so if we take a look at that chart, we can see here Bitcoin is about sixty-nine percent dominance in the market. And so you can chart this as well. Six percent. Wow. And what happened in 2017 was Bitcoin was about 90% dominant. It was basically the main player in town. And then you had Ethereum and you had all of the ICOs at that time uh, for the other cryptocurrencies start taking market share. And so when Bitcoin dominance dropped, the Bitcoin price didn't drop. The Bitcoin price went up like crazy, but also okay. the other cryptocurrencies as well went up like crazy. So what we've been seeing um, just in the last, let's say, couple of months We've seen Bitcoin dominating the market more so. So the other cryptocurrencies, except for a select few, um, haven't been doing as well. Most of the money has been coming into Bitcoin because like me and like or me and Dollar Cost has said earlier in the show, um, the retail traders, everyday traders haven't really paid attention to the market uh, right. quite as much yet as the institutions. So therefore, they have more liquidity or more ability to buy Bitcoin, whereas Ethereum, if we take a look at its market cap, is much less at 150 billion, and everything else is basically, uh, you know, just comprising up the rest of the market, but really hard for large players to buy. So, in order for the other cryptocurrencies to run up as much, it mm -hmm. requires um, a Bitcoin to do well, but then b um, people to see the value in those rather than Bitcoin because um, maybe Bitcoin's price feels too high for them to buy. So then they start purchasing these other coins. Huh. And so Ethereum is the first one where we will see that happen. And we're already starting to see that follow Bitcoin's price now. And like I said, if you just take a look here, right? Bit Ethereum is right next to- Yeah, yeah. Bitcoin I mean, you can see line. that it tracks. I mean, it's almost on the same line. The entire yep, time. it's right there. And- wow. Really, dude, that is really close, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And if we go back to the Bitcoin chart, if I take the, all those drawings off, I mean, you see here, there's only three we weeks, or, like three weeks here where it was touching right there. And then what happened? Boom. Yep, there it was. Man. So that's a similar thing will happen to Ethereum. And if you think the last two weeks have been crazy for Ethereum, I, I would say wait for the next uh, few months. Um, it's going to it's gonna be crazy. Buy Ethereum. Listen, man, I'm trying to tell you guys. You Listen, you have to buy Ethereum. Um, here's a question here by Brent Wallace, and thanks for the $5 super chat. This is something you guys discussed uh, last week, but I don't think he was here. He wants to know what you guys think about XRP. Uh, hmm. So dollar cost, um, what are your thoughts on XRP? And just sort of give the Reader's Digest version because you guys, you guys talked about it extensively last week. Sure. So what just what it is basically or mm -hmm. just yeah about? because i think i, I okay. think i think he's he's referring to the legal issues so to speak right right so what's going on is uh the us government's essentially suing xrp and well it's suing its parent company which owns xrp for the most part which ripple for essentially doing it in the legal ico 
or, or in other terms, an illegal IPO to U.S. investors. And if it, if it is treated as a security, they're going to be sued and having to pay a lot of penalties. And currently, they're going to be delisted from a lot of major U.S. exchanges on January 18th and 16th, depending on oh, which. Dude, that's coming up, isn't it? It's coming up real soon. So I honestly, uh, I, I feel I feel really terrible for the people because, like, obviously, like. XRP has been around since the last cycle in 2017, and a lot of people do believe in it. But to tell you the truth, um, they're going to get spanked real hard with the price, and I, I would not be holding it right now. Um, yeah, yeah. I just, not, to, to me, it's not. To me, it's not really. A, it's, it's not really a matter of believing whether or not this particular cryptocurrency can perform. It's going to be public perception. This lawsuit, in and of itself, I mean, what even if they, even if they don't lose, they're still going to take the L, right? Yeah. It, <sighs> terrible dude because it's like they, they just don't like that like uh, essentially the government can touch it, it it's it's like this whole thing a uh, uh, part of crypto a lot of if it's really decentralized like something like bitcoin and ethereum they really couldn't really attack it too much they would have to go really out of the way to maybe go after like original founding members or something but with something like an xrp wow. there actually is an office and there actually is people and the ceo to the company so they can the i mean the company the, the united states government can actually bust the doors down Seuss, yeah right yeah. and they probably will yep. uh black sunday five dollars says what do you guys think of link and aave long term uh cultivate crypto what you got on that link is awesome i, I the chinese government uh, is using uh basically uh link is a, an oracle service um and so I, I don't need to explain exactly what that is right now, but basically okay. it's massive. There you have Google, you have China, you have a, a bunch of people in crypto who are using uh, the Chainlink service. So uh, Chainlink is uh, a solid investment. Aave is um, one of the bigger players in the DeFi space, DeFi being decentralized finance. So it will build out as that uh, market builds up too. So um, it's a little bit immature at the moment, but um, it's gaining traction and the price in 2020 for Aave was absolutely amazing. And yeah. so I think it has a, a pretty good shot. Uh, so long-term I would go more towards Chainlink, but I, I think DeFi will have a big space uh, or big place in the cryptocurrency space. So um, Aave, I would want uh, a little bit of that as well. Okay. Uh, dollar cost. Yeah. So Link, yeah, Link's going to do very well. It's a Link's essentially just an Oracle system, which is um, it, it basically, um, grabs the information off of different parts of the internet and then brings it to the space so it, it can it can essentially tell you without you telling it it can find the actual price of ethereum and give you an aggregate of all the prices and give you an average of what the price is so you're able to compute like uh, smart contracts on ethereum and get the and get instant price correct price on that on that instrument that can't be really messed with so it, it essentially grabs from like let's just say like a hundred different sources and then gets a price. So that way um, you're not getting like bad pricing. So it, it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's basically it gathers and grabs information and puts it into, into essentially into these like UIs and stuff in these contracts to make okay. sure that their, their information is very correct. It's, it's in a way as well, probably more than likely being used by Aave as well inside of its system. So when, when you borrow money, um, if, if uh, let's just say the price goes up links with tells Aave in a way that the price is going up. Because no one, these because these are things that are decentralized and get well. Links getting starting to get more decentralized. Bobby is decentralized. As these things get more and more decentralized, uh, links essentially feeding information into Ave that, and then Ave's essentially the prices inside move up and down, fluctuating on what Chainlink is essentially telling to Ave's smart contracts. So it's essentially it's essentially an information highway of just information, which is pretty it's pretty cool. And and Ave, 
obviously you know obviously a lending platform like uh, cultivate just said and it's uh it's very good i've got both of these coins in my portfolio i'm uh, me personally i'm a little more heavier on ave right now but charlie's a little more heavier in link i would imagine so it's they're great projects Total, i would totally okay. invest in both okay very good uh will the coldest is in the house uh he said he just bought 0.59 ethereum do you guys think that there will be a massive dip this year across the board or only up uh charlie your thoughts nothing goes only up so <laughs> it you know it, it will go up the majority of the time um but there will be you know uh, several big dips and that will be you'll need to pay attention to bitcoin's price and ethereum's price to understand when those will happen so that's why we pay attention to those uh, on my channel uh as much as possible but um yeah from the current moment i would say um you're pretty well off having bought that ethereum uh today okay very good uh age of machines five dollars says followed your cash app advice we, uh, was easy and awesome i'm still a newbie though great stream yeah i remember uh, dollar cost talked about the yesterday james young says i'm reading up on on the xrp and the lawsuit uh from what i read xrp is a u.s problem and so far has no effect on the rest of the world the result of the suit can affect other coins that started as an ico like xrp did that's interesting what are your thoughts on that uh miguel uh, in terms of for XRP, you're you're right. It is it is a U.S. problem, but the problem is, is the rest of the world kind of follows what the United States does. So, yeah. just because they want to be compliant with U.S. customers, so there's there's foreign exchanges that want to take U.S. customers, and because these U.S. customers go to the foreign exchange through KYC, they can't touch XRP either. So you're gonna you're actually gonna see delistings worldwide for mo outside wow. of maybe a couple of more gray level exchanges, like maybe a Binance just doesn't care or maybe a KuCoin won't care and it will continue okay. to list XRP, but that's going to hurt the price because exchanges that want the US money, which is a very big amount of money, right. will just say, you know what? It's not worth me losing all, all my customers. I'm, I'm just going to take that coin out of here. There's a thousand other coins wow. and that's what's going to happen. Um, and then if they win the lawsuit, they'll be added back. At that point, if they, let's just say they win, boom, the price is probably going to go up quite a lot, which is very good for you really? guys. Okay, okay, okay. If that, that's the gamble. Is it going to win? Or does it lose? Oh, wow, that's that's the that's the play essentially. So that's that's why this that's more of a a, a gamble. So it's like coin flip, you know. Yeah. What are you gonna yeah. bet? On? Yeah, red Bitcoin flip. <laughs> uh, Tom A with the uh, five dollar super chat says, "I have twenty thousand TRX from the last cycle. Do I sell or hold on? It has petered out. Cultivate. What are your thoughts?" Yeah, I would I would just take it and put it into something that's going to do better. Um, sometimes psychologically, it is hard to get rid of something that you've held for so long, but uh, I think you're going to get uh, better gains from Bitcoin or Ethereum uh, at the current moment. So yeah, it's it's better to get out um, into something that's going to do better now, and then maybe later uh, it comes back, and then at that time you can uh, reevaluate that position. But um, I would I would get into something better. Okay, what exactly is TRX? Is that is that a coin? Yeah. yeah. It's called Tron. Tron. Oh, yeah. Tron. I heard about that. I heard about that yeah. last week. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'd probably sell it too. It's uh, it's roughly about almost seven hundred dollars right now. You could easily okay. get just a Litecoin and, a, and maybe like a little a half of a, an Ethereum. Hey, and I know those will go up. So it's like that's not a bad just uh, or even just rolling it into Bitcoin if you if you're if you don't know what to do right now. But um, yeah, I would definitely yeah I wouldn't keep Tron right now. Uh, okay. All right, good yeah. stuff. Uh, Tyson Jaleel, five Canadian dollars, says, "What are your thoughts on the proposed FINCEN rules, FinCEN? Will it have a major impact on crypto? Uh, cultivate." So, the I think um, those rules were all rolled out in order to just kind of scare the public away from crypto because they saw 
um, that cryptocurrency was starting to gain traction and what the government and what um, the SEC and what uh, some media organizations love to do is this thing that we call FUD, uh, making people feel fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Um, Ooh, so just having yes. that little seed of doubt in your mind makes you really not want to touch crypto. Um, I don't think it'll have a, a massive effect right now. And I think it'll be really hard to for them to implement the rules that they would that they have wanted to um, with wallets. Um, and I don't really think they've been trying to do this for uh, the last few years. Eventually, they may come across something. But um, the the other thing that uh, cryptocurrency is having in a trend right now is becoming even more decentralized using decentralized exchanges okay. and things like this. So um, that trend as well will kind of circumvent any effect, uh, not any effect, but uh, a majority of the effect. Um, that that rule is trying to have. Okay, good, good answer. I swear to God, you guys know everything about this stuff. <laughs> we I might swear, be. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. I have, dude. I have not, like, dude. Eighty percent of the questions I've heard for the first time. There's all sorts of, and you guys, every time, it's it's incredible, man. Um, Matt, uh, five Canadian dollars says, what can be done with Bitcoin Cash? See, main coin. What is that? Uh, I get them both as a byproduct to mining off of bitminter.com. Should they be traded for something else? Dollar cost. Absolutely, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Bitcoin Cash. Is, so like we've said before, right? The three institutional tokens that are being purchased by Grayscale, which is basically the leading indicator of what the big money's buying, are Bitcoin Litecoin, Ethereum. There's another product that they have on the books that actually can be invested by large investors. It's called Bitcoin Cash. But what's going on right now is that it's not being purchased at all for a long time. So what's going on right now is I think that once it once we go into the tip of the bull market, I think the, they're going to be dumping off that uh, that coin. And I think uh, more than likely Bitcoin Cash will die in the bear market. It means it won't recover. Wow. You yeah. think so? I, I that's that's honestly my gut feeling, and I'm just going with okay. my gut on this one. I'm just from what I'm seeing, I'm just not seeing uh, adoptions pretty much stalled on it. Obviously, everything will pump, everything will have its time in the sun a little bit in this bull market, but its community is not really growing much. And it, without the institutional money kind of going there, uh, a lot of the institutional money because they owned they already own some Bitcoin, they got given a free copy one for one. So let's just say you bought Bitcoin back in the day at a thousand dollars and you own 10 of them, you would get 10 Bitcoin cash. And what's going on is that a lot of these institutional investors, you know, they don't care. You know, they, they like some of them are really rich. They just parked their money there and they got this free Bitcoin cash. And then as the market's going up, they're like, wow, I want more Bitcoin. I'll just sell my Bitcoin cash. So you have these huge holders of these coins that'll just eventually, once the price gets to a certain point where they like, they'll dump it and probably crash the price. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, so, dude. Uh, Charlie, do you agree or disagree? I agree 100%. Uh, we were okay. actually talking about this um, in a personal yeah. conversation the other day as well. And one thing um, that I would add to that is one of the only things, because he, he was mentioning there, Bitcoin Cash isn't being used as much, right? The transactions on the blockchain are, are not um, as frequent as a lot of other projects. Um, but in addition to that, one of the only things kind of keeping Bitcoin Cash going is the fact that um, when you mine Bitcoin, you mine it with this thing called an ASIC, ASIC miner. And okay. those that technology, when, for example, Bitcoin Cash becomes a little bit more profitable to mine than Bitcoin, they do shift those miners over to there for a brief period of time, but then they sell that immediately. So there, no, okay. there's not a lot of people who um, are really using it. Like he said, the community was kind of dying. So, right. um, yeah, I think uh, eventually people will be letting it go and it, it won't 
be doing quite as well. So I, I would rather take that and buy Ethereum at the moment. Okay, very good. Uh, James Young actually has a thought. He says, as a thought, Tom A could stake a small position of TRX. Okay. Um, I don't know if that, I, I don't know. You guys have any thoughts on that? I mean, gave a little interest with it, but you're still not going to outpace Ethereum with that. Okay, right. So it's just not worth it, in other words. No. Okay, gotcha. Rob Mash, $5, says, what if you're, a, what if you're, your Y-O-U-R-E, a broke college student with $1,967 in your account, should I, should you still invest in Litecoin or Bitcoin? This goes back to, hey, invest as much as you can without being afraid of losing. So you should only invest mm -hmm. initially what you're unafraid to lose. Is that, does that sound about right? Yep. And what you don't want to touch for a, a decent period of time for at least a, a couple of years to a few years, right? A couple of hundred bucks, right? 250. So he's not completely broke. He can probably, listen, if, if he puts two, if he puts 250 and Bitcoin hits a hundred thousand dollars by November. Okay. That's probably money that he didn't, you know, that he didn't, yeah, didn't have before. Okay. Very yeah. good. Uh, James, $5 says, do you think a major drop or a quote dip in Bitcoin and Ethereum will be coming at any, at any point in time? Major drops have been seen in the past after all. This is exactly what today's show is predicated upon. Bitcoin is almost at an all-time high. People are excited, but they're also very apprehensive because they don't want the bottom to fall out. Dollar cost. So this is the question du jour. Right. Is there a major dip coming? I mean, listen, nobody can predict this stuff, but what do the numbers say? There's always a dip. There's always going to be a dip. It isn't always straight up. We'll get a dip. It'll it'll recover. We'll we'll hit a more of a uh, a steady eighty phase where we're just kind of just staying at the same price for a while, and then we just start going back up because the trend hasn't been destroyed. Uh, this is also another thing too that ends up happening is that uh, not not to say James and for him and stuff, but like people get this thing of paralysis analysis. They they want to wait. They only want to buy when there's a dip. But the problem is is that a lot of them get gun shy and don't pull the trigger at the dip because they think it's going to go lower. And then when it doesn't hit their target and then it recovers and it starts going back up, they end up buying at a worse price. So wow. it, 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 a lot of the guys, it's just your dollar costing. Obviously when you get a dip, just purchase, there's, you're not going to like, unless you just get lucky, you're not going to buy the absolute low, but it's at the same time. You're not also when you're, you're not going to buy the absolute high. So okay. it's, yeah. That makes sense. Is Bitcoin at an all time high? Did I get that wrong? It, it's right under it. It was at $42,000 the other day. It's currently at 40. Thousand and seven hundred. Oh. That's right oh. around there. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I was thinking maybe it was like at an all-time high, like two years ago or something like that. But this is clearly, this is clearly the best it's ever done. Uh, gentlemen, we're going to leave it right there. Um, I think I know why. Um, I'm having quote sound issues. Macs are very finicky, and I used the I used my um the sound mixer. I have two Rodecaster Pros. One of them doesn't work, and I'm still waiting for Road to get back with me. Long story. And so I took it out and used it on my other Mac, brought it back in here. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I use the same wire. I don't even know if I put it in the, in, in the same place. I do know that Apple computers are very, very finicky. So if everything is not exactly like if my water bottle is in a different spot, I'm going to have sound issues if you have a Mac. So um, I'm going to tinker around with that. Hopefully I'll get that all, all squared away, a little bit squared away uh, and taken care of. And Devin is sending me nudes in, um, in the uh, uh in slack so i've got business to take care of there uh gentlemen thank you guys very very much uh for joining us tonight um listen we will see you guys next week uh same bat time same bat channel um listen listen let's go around the room where do you think bitcoin will be by the time we're on the air next week 
<laughs> I, have my, I have my I have my answer. Basically, no, uh, what, what do you got? What do you got? Um, I, I'll say uh, between forty-five to fifty-two thousand. Oh, okay, okay. So it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a twenty-one percent jump like it was this past week. Well, I mean, it de it depends. I think la the last four weeks have been about a twenty twenty to uh, thirty-five percent jump, so it could be much higher. I I'm looking for uh, my target in, in the next couple of weeks is about sixty-two k. Could go a little higher, could go a little lower, but um, yeah, just in terms of next week, yeah, somewhere between there would be reasonable. Okay. All right, very good, very good. Uh, dollar cost, have any predictions? I think we're probably going to be like forty-eight k. I think. Okay, all right. Yeah. Dollar cost is a little more, a uh, little more optimistic. Listen, whatever the case may be, um, I think we're all in for a great ride next week, uh, Charlie. What I'd like to do is I'd like for you to put my. Obviously, we'll bleep, we'll we'll blur out all of the uh, yeah, I get you. The yeah, yeah. information, and we'll let guys know. Hey, this is what Donovan is doing. Listen, and they have complete control over my portfolio. So, listen, I, listen. I gave this guy, you know, four thousand dollars three days ago. I've already made a thousand dollars. So there we go. Like that, that that that's how this is going. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you guys. Um, have a good Saturday, and we will see you guys. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.